Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Staying Conscious podcast. Today, the main topic to get right on with it is uh, entrepreneurship. Um, and in previous episodes, I've had uh, people who have been entrepreneurs and have discussed with me their entire journey of going through doubts and insecurities, having an idea, wanting to realize it, but still like kind of having to guide yourself through that uh, route. And I think that's a very personal route. And I think self-help and uh, well, self-improvement overall has a lot to do with that. The way that you deal with yourself in business and how you handle your business reflects a lot also in how you handle your life. And those two comparisons right there are very clear. And if you can improve one aspect, perhaps the business side, perhaps you can improve the other side, uh, which is the rest of your life. Because you're basically disciplining yourself for a specific idea that you want to actualize in order to help people. And, uh, well, you have to be very, very strategic about it. And that's very difficult. Um, but today I have a, a guest uh, from South Korea, and his name is Harry Chung. And um, the way that I got to know Harry was actually, I was living in Korea and I rented an Airbnb. And we, he is, was the host of the Airbnb. And we started talking a little bit about what I do and I explained about my business. And he proposed me an, a business idea that I thought was kind of interesting that I explored. And um, from then on, we've kept in touch and it's always been a pleasure to talk to him. And um, specifically today, Harry, welcome, first of all. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah. How are you? Everything is okay, well? great. Yeah, thank you for the invitation. And uh, I'm honored to be here to great. be able to talk to your audience. Great. It's great to have you here. So, um, Harry, would you mind explaining a little bit what it is that you do for mm -hmm. work uh, and in your everyday life? Um. I've been an HR professional for past 20 years, and uh, I've been uh, finding jobs for people and uh, coaching them to advance their career. Uh, and then I changed my career a little bit and then went into uh, travel business uh, and also in distribution of Korean products worldwide. Uh, so I've been doing a few different things recently. Um, basically, uh, based in Korea and working with uh, overseas partners in different countries. Oh, because it sounds mm -hmm. like there's a lot, a lot of things that you're doing at the same time. I mean, you have your uh, main job, uh, like you explained, uh, right. hiring people. Mm -hmm. And um, then you have, uh, you're working with traveling as well. Yes. And at the same time, uh, the other business, the distribution. Mm -hmm. And it, it sounds like there's a lot on your plate. I mean, how, how do you handle all of this? It's like three jobs, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, th there's a lot of people doing many things at the same time. You know, it requires multitasking, but it is... Uh, it's, it's, it's about exploring opportunities uh, and, you know, fulfilling my curiosity. You know, if I want to do, if I feel that I want to do something, um, I want to pursue to the fullest what I'm capable of. I mean, no one is limited to what's right in front of them or what people tell them to do. Right. I, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's that's the way I do. That's the way I see uh, things in in terms of the businesses that I do. Mm. But how do you uh, find those opportunities? Like, do they just randomly pop up out of nowhere? Is there any deliberate search that you're doing? Um. <clears throat> Uh, I don't think there's just w one answer to that. Uh, oftentimes, um, you know, is you know you get inspired um, by reading a book or reading a biography of somebody or reading a newspaper that that you feel there there is a business opportunity because of the current events or uh, what's happening around you. 
uh, another uh, common uh, way is that you meet someone and you you get influenced by the person you meet uh, and then offered the opportunity to work with them actually mm -hmm. that's more common in asian countries because it's the 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 biggest uh difference that i see between uh western uh, people doing business and asian people doing business is that uh, Asian people are more people-oriented, mm. meaning uh, you, you don't look for the best partner in terms of their competency or in terms of their integrity, uh, but in terms of how close you can be with that person. Oh, versus, yeah, versus, you know, I, I lived in the U.S., I studied in the U.S., uh, many years and I lived in different countries uh, in Asia and Singapore, mm. Malaysia and in Japan. Uh, so I can I can uh, see the difference between uh, you know Western and Eastern culture and uh, in in the Western culture mostly you know you, you if you are doing business, uh, you look for the partner who can, uh, provide the best service to you. It doesn't matter uh, whether you have connection with that person or not. Mm. Uh, but it's a little bit, a little bit different. Actually, very different in Asian culture. So that's another another uh, uh, avenue of uh, where you get your business ideas or where you start your uh, new business you know the, yeah. the people you encounter i see mm -hmm. I, it feels a little bit more human in a way like mm -hmm. in the business in asia you're connecting to another person you're doing business with another person so obviously that uh, connection has to be strong mm -hmm. it sounds like but what define what do you think is the thing that defines that uh, connection is there like does it have to do with trust mm -hmm. uh, friendship like how do you define it um yeah i like like you said is trust uh, you know it, it also is uh, it has a lot to do with the issue of trust uh, because uh, in asian countries in, including korea included um, if you're doing business, you cannot do it alone. You have to do with suppliers or uh, partners or you know manufacturers. And uh, you know, how do you find the right uh, partner or supplier or manufacturer? Uh, you you can talk to you know prospect uh, candidate, prospect partners. And you can judge yourself if this person is capable of doing the things or this person has the uh, track record. Uh, they can mm -hmm. convince you uh, that this person is the right person. Uh, but in, in Korea and in Asian countries, it's not really uh, that important uh, about the track record or about, uh, you know, what the, the capability capable of instead of mm. uh, can that person be trusted that's uh, the most important thing I see. and that comes from relationship uh, you know how how you know that person you went to the same school together or that person is a good friend of uh, my friend or you know something like that yeah mm -hmm. I see yeah it sounds very um uh, it sounds quite uh, specific in the way that you explain it with the the business culture that you mm -hmm. have um, that you kind of grow up in. Is that something that you learn by yourself, or is it something that's taught, or is it just like quote unquote common sense for people? I, I wonder how is, how is it in Korea? Is entrepreneurship mm -hmm. as a whole and business thinking encouraged? Mm -hmm. um, well, I, actually, I I'm uh, a little exceptional uh from from the average korean uh, 
business people because uh, I had much of my uh, education overseas. Um, I had more connections uh, from the people overseas. So, uh, but from if you ask me, you know, you know, I learned from my experience through trial and errors. It's like, mm. you know, you, I, I know, Daniel, you've been to different countries and you encounter different culture. And, yeah, you know, yeah. not every culture is what you expected. And the, what you call a common sense is not a common sense in, in every place. It is different. They have different norms and standards. Yeah. Uh, in, in Korea, if you... You know, if if you go by textbook, often you fail. You know, you know, going by textbook means, you know, let's say you you're looking for the supplier and you look for the best supplier who has the who's most cost effective, who makes the best product and who has a good track record and good credit rating. Um, mm. You know, that's the logical way of finding the best supplier. But uh, if you do that in Korea, most likely you fail mm. because you know you're missing out on the most important ingredient of business success, which is the trust or the, uh, based on relationship. So, on the other hand, uh, if you're looking for a supplier and you you know someone who is very very uh, trustworthy, for example, you know, he's your relative, uh, distant relative, or he's a college uh, alumni, and uh, you, you know about the reputation of that person. Uh, even though that person is not the best supplier in terms of uh, his ability or his uh, um, manufacturing facility, facilities he is accessible uh, in the end he'll, mm. he'll be the best candidate to make your business succeed wow that's yeah, quite a different way of uh, looking at it um, mm -hmm. i mean i i know that human connection per se mm -hmm. is important in business i think that really anything that you do yes um it is important to feel that human connection is on a psychological level as well. Mm -hmm. um, um, but, but it's still very interesting to see the differences. I mean, it's not to say that something is better or worse. It's mm -hmm. just different ways. Yes. What works in one situation might not work in another yes. one. Yes. Um, but it's still very, very interesting. I, I want to talk a little bit about challenges mm -hmm. and um, when we encounter challenges in entrepreneurship mm -hmm. and perhaps in our private life when things are really affecting us personally mm -hmm. because we we have to use ourselves yes. in order to run the business right right so if we face a sort of challenge in our life do you think that there is any specific strategy that can be uh very effective to use to not like let your private life interfere too much with the business life and kind of make those two separations more clear. Mm, yeah, it, it, it's it's a very hard problem. Uh, this is a diff difficult problem. Uh, you know, most business people will face at one stage or another. You know, and it, it's it's part of doing business. You know, you'll you'll challenge you'll be challenged with financial difficulties or. Um, difficulties coming from uh, people relationship or with your client or you know the you know plans don't go as planned so uh, when yeah. when you face those things uh, often you sacrifice your uh, personal life or private life including your family so it's very common in Korea. Um, business people, uh, especially successful business people, uh, would have uh, you know failing uh, 
family issues. Mm. And then yeah. the way I see it, because uh, uh, I I I was successful for most of the time, but there were times when uh, I was uh, under a lot of stress and things didn't go as planned. Uh, I almost went to bankrupt at one time, and uh, it it does a lot to your self esteem. Because when you do a business, it doesn't matter whether you start very small, whether you're a one-person uh, entrepreneur, uh, you you are the leader of that business, uh, that that uh, organization. And if the organization grows and you have your own uh, partners or employees, um, you know the leadership uh, part becomes more important. And then, you know, whether you are ready or not, you are the you are you are the leader, and you have to act as as the leader. But when the business uh, falters and if business fails, uh, you know your self esteem becomes very low because you know you feel you are not. Uh, good enough to be a leader or people may perceive you as an incompetent leader. So, mm. you know, people do business and they fail and then they get, uh, they uh, get up again and then they fail and they get up again. But, you know, getting up again is, is the hard part because right. actually, you know, growing your business is the easy part. You know, maybe you're very smart, or maybe somebody helped you to grow, or maybe you're lucky. Uh, business can grow. I saw so many people, you know, growing their business, you know, beyond their abilities. But when they fail, mm -hmm. most of them uh, cannot handle the stress, and they they cannot overcome uh, the, the the failure. Only very few people can overcome that and, you know, become a more mature leader. So for me, uh, no. so for me, when I was uh, in a, hitting the rock bottom, uh, you know, uh, most, like most uh, other people, uh, I was under a lot of stress and I was turning to alcohol I was turning to, you know, uh, not doing anything productive. Uh, but then I decided, you know, and and at that point, most people uh, don't know what to do. Uh, but what I did was I decided that I had to keep myself moving and keep myself busy and keep myself occupied you know, physically and mentally. So, uh, so I made myself uh, busy work, working, you know, making appointments, uh, even if it's, it means nothing. And I kept going, you know, uh, meeting people, uh, walking around uh, 12 hours a day. And that made me... Uh, get back to where I was and became more mature. Mm. Mm -hmm. I see. Wow. So you actually like when you were in your difficult yes. park mm -hmm. of life, you decided to just move like you, whatever action you could take, right. you took it, even if it was kind of pointless, but you knew that perhaps it had a higher purpose right. and that ultimately led you to, to going back to right. where you were. Right. Um, do you think that if a person goes through, like you mentioned at first, very fast success mm -hmm. in the beginning, and they don't get like a proper mm -hmm. taste of what it means mm -hmm. to fail, that that can uh, have very negative consequences later, simply because the failures is kind of what makes you grow stronger and makes you uh, more um, 
eventually more successful mm -hmm. because you learn different strategies and you grow at the same time. But if you don't face those failures, right. it reaches you harder. Do you think is that it's like yeah, I that? think so. You know, uh, you know, it, if you experience hardships, uh, you know, that makes you stronger uh, for the for the future. You know, there are many trees yeah. in the mountains, and those mountains, those trees, who who are weathered, uh, who went through the cold weather and hot weather, uh, is a lot more stronger than the trees that are you know grown in in the greenhouse. So, people, especially business people who who, uh, who are self motivated. Uh, you know, they have to go through perseverance. Uh, if everything goes well and everything is so uh, goes well and go as planned, you know, the fund come fund comes in uh, when you need it, and you you meet the person that you need at the right time. You know, th things will seem things will seem uh, working out. Uh, you know, without any problems, but you know, when you hit, you will not know what to do. Mm. Right. I think also when uh, you start out mm -hmm. business, you have to focus a lot on the the micro failures as well as micro mm -hmm. successes. Because in the beginning, it might be very tempting to think a bit too yes. far ahead into certain mm -hmm. bigger goals and you only compare yourself to uh -huh. those goals so you cannot you cannot really track your progress properly so it's very important to break it down to very more like very smaller types of failures and mm -hmm. successes it can be very simple things as long as it's a little bit out of your comfort zone perhaps that's mm -hmm. a positive thing as well as following the actual purpose of uh, growing your business mm -hmm. um I believe that's a very important uh, awareness to have for anyone starting a business to not think too too big because that might be a, a problem for some people. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, another another thing is yes, another difference between the eastern and west is you know uh, in, in the west you you are encouraged to be ambitious and they encourage you to be positive about your future and about the things that you are interested in and you're encouraged to challenge you know, you know, new challenges. But in, in Asian countries, um, I, I'm, I, you know, I cannot say in general for all Asian countries, but especially for you know, China, Japan, and Korea, um the, we we are taught to be in a moderate we are we are taught not to be so overly ambitious even when we are very young so that affects um our way of doing things and our way of doing businesses mm. i see Right, because the Western world is very uh, individualistic mm -hmm. and uh, focused on the, the self, like how is myself going to be improving mm -hmm. and uh, help others. It's, it's always focused on, like, I'm the center mm -hmm. of the universe and everything around me. It's like, But it seems to be a different way of thinking in um, Eastern Asian countries, right? That you're perhaps focusing a bit more on a larger circle of concerns that yourself is kind of um, divided as well mm -hmm. into uh, the people around you, yeah. right? Is yeah, I've understood it. yeah. The, the group right. you're part of is uh, as important or even more important than you as an individual. Uh, that, that, and that's why the peer pressure is uh, very high, even when you're going to school or when, even when you are in business, you know, not as an entrepreneur, but even as an employee of an organization, the peer pressure is very high.
Yeah, I see. Do you think that because when you、mm -hmm. say peer pressure, I can't help but think that that might be sometimes、mm -hmm. a negative thing、uh, for people. Is that something that's、uh, yeah. uh, all right?、Um, how is it affecting people in that? Well,、case? first of all, yeah,、uh, I I tell you about the differences and. But, but that doesn't mean it's all all bad or all good, and even with the peer pressure,、right. you know, it's not good, but it's not、uh, all bad. And I can I can explain. Right. For example, you know, there's peer pressure in the business, and、uh, you know, everybody in your team wants to do something. Let's say go with plan A, and you want to go with plan B for for the right reason. Uh, you know, Plan A is more、yeah. profitable, but you know there's some ethical issues. Plan B is less profitable, but you know with no ethical issues, and I'm more comfortable with Plan B. And you know, I I go for and I, I try to convince people, but you know, but the, if the majority of, of of the team wants to go with Plan A,、uh, there's really not much you can do.、Uh, About your plan,、right. and even the majority of the people who wants to go with Plan A, you know, if you talk to, talk to them individually, many of them probably is not very comfortable with going with Plan B. I'm Plan A. I'm sorry. So, so what that means、mm. is, you know, when the decisions are made collectively, often they make the wrong decision, and uh, uh, but. You know, you you just feel that you're helpless and just go with the wrong de decision, and that happens a lot. And that you know has some connections with corruptions and、uh, illegal or unethical ways of doing businesses. So that that's the you know that's the、yeah. negative side of the peer pressure.、Mm -hmm. Right. So is that like the peer pressure? Is that from like a sort of hierarchy, of like where the like go? You're not supposed、mm -hmm. to go against the grain because it's kind of leaning towards something that's always been, or like、uh, the leader of the group is kind of pointing in that direction. Is it a sort of hierarchy? I mean, there are many things. It could be the hierarchy.、Uh, it could be the、uh, fear of being isolated. You know, even if you know we are all at the same co co worker level, if I say something that's not a majority opinionated, then I may be isolated. You know, there there's certain fear、uh, of being isolated from the group. <laughs> yeah, I see. I see. But there can also be,、uh, of course.、Uh, Uh, what what do you think are the positives?、Mm -hmm. This is something I've always been very、mm -hmm. curious about the、um, the positives of、uh, group thinking、mm -hmm. because I come from Sweden and it's a very individualistic,、mm -hmm. uh, individualist focused、uh, mm -hmm. society.、Um, so obviously that's what I've、mm -hmm. been growing up with.、Uh, but it, when I came to Korea, I got to know a different perspective more, and I found that、mm -hmm. actually way more interesting. Uh, so I would like to know a little bit more about it. Like, what can be the positives of having group thinking、uh, contra individualistic、mm -hmm. thinking?、Mm, you you probably have uh, noticed uh, when you're in Korea,、uh, people are very efficient at doing what they do. If you go to the post office, if you go to shops. Um, uh, cashiers, they、uh, they they're very they're very,、uh, they're very fast at what they do without without making mistakes.、Yeah. And I think、uh, that that's the positive outcome of this this group thinking. You know, we don't waste time brainstorming or you know. Debating over, you know, what to do or which direction to go,、uh, excessively or sometimes even, you know, very, very、uh, minimally, we 
spend time on those things. So we focus more uh, time on executing the ideas or plans and that leads to higher productivity. I, I think that's one of the positive uh, you know, uh, outcome of this group thinking. Right. And uh, many people, not everybody, maybe that has to do with their educational background or how they are taught. Not everybody is uh, interested in making decisions or chipping in ideas. And if they are forced to right. do that, they feel uh, they feel burdened or uncomfortable. So, you know, naturally, not everybody is invited to making decisions at every time. Instead, you know, the, the person on top uh, or just a few people make the decisions. And even if it seems unfair, uh, most people, uh, more people actually, uh, more comfortable uh, at making decisions uh, in this way, you know, decisions made by the core people and mo uh, most people just follow the decisions. Right, right. Mm -hmm. I see. Uh, thank you mm -hmm. for that explanation. Um, just, just, what this reminds me of, um, it, I would, I would say that if uh -huh. let, let me take an example. I mean, this is you probably yes. heard this example many times, but mm -hmm. about wearing masks in uh, right. during these Corona times. I mean, Korea and Sweden mm -hmm. are like the polar opposites when okay. it comes to wearing masks, and um, uh -huh. here in Sweden. When we mm -hmm. think of wearing masks, sometimes we believe that that's a sort of restriction mm -hmm. of our freedom uh, because it's restricting me. It's like right. your mouth holding me almost. It, it's kind of like that. It has this weird stigma around it. I mean, it start, people have started to wake up and realize mm -hmm. that it's actually helping. So it's becoming more uh, wide uh, used here, obviously. Um, but that was kind of like mm -hmm. the initial image of it. Now, I know that in Korea, wearing masks mm -hmm. is a very normal thing. And uh, you guys are used to it. And also you have perhaps another way of thinking, like mm -hmm. when the government says something, like you mentioned, when the sort of the top or the leaders mm -hmm. or whatever are making a decision, mm -hmm. the group follows without putting too much, um, um, like, right. how do you say, like fight into right. it because they just follow. And that collectively can have a, much better effect than if people are going against mm -hmm. the grain at times and people are starting to form right. too many opinions perhaps about right. subjects that they don't know and so mm -hmm. in that case um it mm -hmm. is not a positive thing to have the individualistic right. uh, uh, mindset in that case yeah. i believe yeah uh, that's a very good point and and that's a very good analogy with uh, you know uh, mask uh, against the COVID-19. Um, in, in Korea, uh, people uh, at, at first encourage to wear masks to yeah. stop the spread of the COVID virus. Yeah. And then uh, a little bit later, they made it uh, mandatory to wear masks. And if you are not wearing a mask in public place, uh, you are to be reported by anyone who sees that person and that person will be fined like $100. Uh, I, I think it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous because uh, first of all, uh, wearing a mask is, is not a you know, panacea or it's not a you know 100% uh, protection from the virus. Uh, you know, you can you can encourage mm. it. You cannot force it. That's that's how I feel it. But I think less than five percent in Korea feels the way I feel. That means, like you said, nine five percent of the people believe or mm -hmm. or follow what the government says blindly. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they think it's for their best, uh, you know, interest. Of course, 
of course, in the end, yeah. they may give you the positive outcome, uh, but it's not because they followed, or it's not because the government made the uh, right decision. There are many factors. Uh, just looking at this, you know, COVID nineteen uh, issue, uh, but but the downside mm. is, you know, people cannot make their own decisions, and if they have, you know, fed an idea or decision, and they just blindly follow, you know, they can all, you know, end up uh, jumping the jumping off the cliff. So that's the uh, yeah. that you know that's the grave danger of just following what the government tells you to do. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, that's mm-hmm. also that's very very true, and uh, it's important mm-hmm. that you mention that as well because when I asked you the question, I asked yes. it from the other perspective. So. Um, I don't form any personal. I just want to let mm-hmm. you guys know as well when I uh, mention uh, to the listeners, I don't form mm-hmm. any personal sure. opinion on these subjects. Sure. I'm just discussing them sure. for the sake of argument, mm-hmm. uh, just to make that clear. Um, right. And so, obviously, because I've heard mm-hmm. some of the restrictions mm-hmm. going on in Korea, and some of them that sounds pretty insane, mm-hmm. just like with the fine. I also believe that it's somehow mm-hmm. ridiculous. Uh, of course. Um, but, uh, I, I was wondering, cause one thing that we have been focusing mm-hmm. on here a lot in Sweden is the effect of, uh, the mental mm-hmm. health of people and, um, how perhaps mm-hmm. certain restrictions can uh, negatively affect mm-hmm. our health and mentally mm-hmm. and also physically perhaps. And that's something mm-hmm. that we've been investing in. And I find that as a very important thing because, when you focus so much on this one thing with COVID-19, mm-hmm. of course, it's extremely dangerous, but then there are many mm-hmm. other things being hidden mm-hmm. under the rug at the same time mm-hmm. to make space for that subject. Um, and in a case like that, perhaps putting too many restrictions and having mm-hmm. too much mm-hmm. fear around it can cause very negative effects for people uh, mentally right. uh, and so on. Um. You know, did, you know, when we talk about COVID issues, the, this pandemic, um, everybody's making uh, different assumptions there, and there are too many assumptions. What I'm saying is, you know, we don't know for sure how, you know, how contagious this is or how dangerous this is, how fatal this is, because everybody says different things and they, they say things with their own assumptions you know yeah. about wearing masks there's a big uh, contrast between the people who say this is totally useless and there's some people who say you know mask is the only thing that will help you protect from the virus so um yeah so it's it's a difficult issue to to talk about uh, how it's affecting our physical and mental uh, health. Of course, it's a very big concern. Uh, but like I said, you know, everybody's making different assumptions, and there, there can be different answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, from from my perspective, um, I think the government is doing uh, overly. Uh, measures and uh, trying to limit the freedom of people and the you know everyday life uh, lives are affected and restricted yeah. uh, we never had a you know serious lockdown meaning uh, meaning uh, everybody has to work at home and nobody can travel we never had like anything like that everybody travel uh, as before, you know, subway is still packed, uh, buses are packed, uh, except everyone is wearing a mask. Uh, on the other hand, uh, a, a neighboring country like Philippines, they had a, a total lockdown, meaning nobody can travel, uh, 
they can even go out to buy groceries at the mart. They had to have a permit to go to the mart and they allow only one or two hour and one person from one uh, household and everybody had to work at home. You know, no buses, no, no uh, trains and no airplanes at all. But, wow. but I'm, I'm giving you this example because uh, was it really necessary or is it doing more harm than good? Because uh, by locking down, uh, it's making a lot of people lose jobs and, you know, just having no means of uh, uh, feeding their uh, family members, you know, the basic necessities. The countries like Philippines uh, don't have a social uh, security network. You know, the, the government cannot feed them or pay them. Everybody's on their own. And if they're not go allowed to go out, yeah. uh, how can they, you know, even survive? So, you know, I think they, they're doing more mm. harm than good. Me meaning, there are more deaths right. out of economic necessities than, you know, death coming from uh, virus contagion. I think same thing in Korea, you know, you'll be shocked to know that uh, every restaurant and every uh, bars and uh, drinking places are open and but they, the government restricts the time to 9 p.m. So you can, you can do business, but you can you have to close at 9 p.m. And if you're not wearing a mask, you know, you'll be fined $100 at any place and everywhere except restaurants and yeah. places where you eat or drink. You know, it totally makes no sense if you think about it. Because I, I go to a, a restaurant at 5 p.m. It's fully packed. Everybody's eating, you know, sharing dishes, no mask. Yeah. And then I go to a, a, a pub, mm. 7 p.m., and all the tables are filled and everybody's drinking, you know, no masks. And if that's okay, and why is it not yeah. okay to, you know, to go right. to meetings and and I have three children and uh, five of us wanted to celebrate uh, one of my daughter's entrance to college and we wanted to go to a restaurant. The government, the, the restaurant won't allow five person as one group. That, that, that's, that's the law right now. Mm. Yes. They did not allow They, they don't allow. People. Can you believe that? Okay. Yeah. Nah, that's but you know, if it's four person and another four person, you know, it's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it totally that makes no make, sense. Make totally sense. makes no sense. <laughs> but you know, funny thing is, people don't object to that. Maybe five person yeah. family is a minority. Maybe that's why, but. Uh, uh, right, right, right. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, because the reason I asked you about mm -hmm. the uh, mental health was because, I mean, here in Sweden, uh -huh. there are not that many restrictions uh, compared to mm -hmm. many other countries. It's very free. Mm -hmm. But still, mm -hmm. even if I've had a lot of freedom, uh, it has still affected mm -hmm. me mentally in some way. Now, mm -hmm. if those things are correlated or that the COVID thing actually mm -hmm. uh, caused it, uh, mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe it's a combination. But um, it, it's just that, so I, I just wonder, like in countries where it's like mm -hmm. seriously uh, restricted, I mean, that must have some sort of effect. Right. I know that many people around me as yeah. well have been affected by yeah. it. So yeah, I mean, that's why the, I there's something called the Corona Blues and everybody is more depressed than usual and, and, and compared to before pe the pandemic. But but I think, you know, the thing mm -hmm. is, the people will adjust, people will adapt. We never expect this Corona thing to last yeah. a whole year, 
now it's more than 14 months. But people are adapting mm. to it. You know, wearing a mask is, is a hassle. It's a nuisance. But people don't, ca don't think of it that way anymore. You know, it's, it's natural that they wear a mask, mm. uh, even if they just go one step from their home. And they don't complain. Yeah. I mean, you know, people will adjust. And, uh, you know, mentally and physically, there is a lot of talk about, you know, how it's uh, affecting us and how it's uh, uh, drag dragging us down. But uh, in general, there's not, a, not much issue except obesity. Obesity is a very big issue because people uh, move less and eat more and order things. They order food uh, through delivery. Um, and obesity is a very big issue. But other than that, uh, I, I don't see that much uh, mental or physical issues in Korea anyway. Mm -hmm. I see, I see. Yeah, I mean, these mm -hmm. are, um, I've read things uh, concerning just uh, focusing on the mental health because mm -hmm. that's what usually interests me mm -hmm. the most about yeah. how it affects the mind. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, mm -hmm. I also with some empirical mm -hmm. investigation there as well for myself and how it's affected me. It's just mm -hmm. uh, perhaps an assumption uh, or uh -huh. okay. some truth. I don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, just from my perspective. Um, anyway, so um, mm -hmm. when, when we talk about the business as a whole and dealing with the you know, things that we were not aware of, perhaps the coronavirus mm -hmm. that came up and how we were affected by it or other things in our lives mm -hmm. and when we form strategies for ourselves to really uh, mm -hmm. keep going in the hard times, what do you think could be the most important mindset that one can have? Is it a, a certain type of mindset mm -hmm. perhaps that you have chosen for yourself or um, is it just uh, a purpose that you're having that you're never uh, kind of letting go, go of? Because that's at least the way that I experience it. I also right. usually just follow my purpose and my life purpose. I define uh -huh. it as something that's very connected right. to right. the base of myself, like who mm -hmm. I am, because I'm never going to leave myself. Mm -hmm. So no matter what happens, it's always here. Uh, is there, do you also have some sort of, uh, yeah, I, I think you always give me an answer uh, to your own question. You know, uh, having a purpose is the most important thing when you do business, because uh, many things that's unexpected will happen. Uh, when you don't have a purpose, you know, you will not have a will to go on. Uh, but when you have a purpose, you know, mm. no matter what kind of challenge you'll be faced, you will, you will have a will to go on. But uh, one other thing I want to add to that is uh, uh, flexibility, because you want, you have a purpose and you, you know, exactly why you want to do business and how you want to do business. Uh, but uh, the environment and the, the surroundings will, will change for sure. And, you know, not always favorably. And are you ready to, you know, adjust and adapt? That's flexibility. And if you're not flexible, right. uh, you know, you, you will break. So, you know, having a purpose and having your own right. principle is very important. I think that's, that's number one. But you also have to have the flexibility mm. to admit sometimes you're wrong. Admit that you may have to change your purpose even. So uh, th that's a very hard thing because it's, you're, you're, you're walking between uh, your purpose and, and, you know, compromise. And uh, often you think compromise is the best yep. thing and it's not what you want to do. But you know, flexibility, flexibility is a good thing. Mm. And the, everybody says you, know, you have to be flexible. But what's the difference between flexibility and compromise? Right? It's, it's very uh, delicate right, right. and difficult issue. But you'll have to find your own answers when you do your own business. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. 
Right, uh, and flexibility also is about mm -hmm. being willing to give up certain things, mm -hmm. being willing to detach yourself from mm -hmm. perhaps a certain identity that you have had mm -hmm. or a certain activity in your life. And right. basically being able to mm -hmm. let go, I think, is the core of it um, in terms of flexibility. Mm -hmm. But when you mentioned about purpose, because uh, mm -hmm. purpose is also a very delicate thing, for yourself as a person, how do you think that we can find, get to know, mm -hmm. and clearly define our purpose? Do you think there's such a way, or is it unique for everyone? It it has to do with your uh, belief system, what you believe in, because you know some people like you know green, some people like orange. Uh, there's no right or wrong answer as to what color you like. Um, likewise, you know, some people mm. have a purpose that's very different from mine. And you can only find out why his purpose is his and mine is mine based on his uh, you know, upbringing and his uh, maybe religion, belief system, uh, the people who have influenced yeah. that person. So there are many factors uh, that that formulate uh, making a purpose. So, um, you, know, it, you know, it opens up a whole uh, conversation uh, why you know, his purpose is different from mine or how I make my own purpose. Mm -hmm. mm. Right, right. Because, uh, mm -hmm. I mean, there are some people who are not aware of their purpose. Mm -hmm. There are people who are just mm -hmm. completely lost in life and uh, they don't know about purpose mm -hmm. at all. They don't yep. know, like, even what it means. <laughs> so... I, I believe that there has to be some way yes. we at least become aware of it, uh -huh. that there is a purpose within us. Um, and that can be through different things, of course. But when we talk about purpose, I mean, we can also kind of d distinguish between mm -hmm. is a purpose something that you find uh, that's just very mm -hmm. much enrooted in who you are, or is it something that you create through mm -hmm. a certain process? Do you, what do you think? Um, like you said, not everybody are doing things with a purpose. They just do things um, because uh, that that's the only thing they 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 can do at the moment, or maybe that is given to them by someone. So you know they don't have a purpose. Many people have a purpose. Uh, that's not really you know well thought of they just think oh i think this is cool so i want to do this and that's my purpose um but for me and for many mm -hmm. people who have a purpose uh unchanging purpose uh usually come from their uh, religious background i'm a christian and i like to follow the teachings of Jesus, or, or like to do things uh, biblically as much as possible, and my purpose comes from you know that that line mm -hmm. of thought. I see. Mm -hmm. All right, so it's uh, biblical. You got like a higher purpose from mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. what's in the Bible. If I understood you correctly, I see. So you 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 feel that you actually mm -hmm. have a mm -hmm. a reason to why you're here. Yes, and yes. something that exactly. you're supposed to do. Exactly. Right. Right. And was that like how did you find mm -hmm. that for yourself specifically? Uh, was it? Do you believe that it was given to you, or was it something um, that you found? You know, Christianity is not a, a deep-rooted belief 
in Korea or in Asian countries, um, only maybe two centuries ago, uh, we were all Buddhist and uh, there's not, not even one Christian. Uh, uh, but mm. but Korea had a big revival of Christianity and even up to 30% of the population became Christians. Uh, today, maybe about 20 to 25%. Mm. Uh, you know, it was very common for young people to go to church. Uh, even, even their parents are Buddhist and they have not, they know nothing about uh, the Bible or the, the church. And uh, I was invited to church when I was uh, mm. second grade in, in grade school. And we just go and sing and, uh, you know, eat snack and, you know, having fun. Uh, and I was going to church from then on until uh, college. And, you know, until then, it was just a form of, uh, of socializing kind of, uh, you know, didn't, didn't really believe everything was in, in the Bible and didn't really follow uh, everything in the Bible. But um, uh, at one time in my life, uh, I questioned my, uh, you know, my existence, why I'm here and uh, what, 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 what happens if I die and uh, what's my purpose of living. And uh, I studied Bible, and uh, and I found out. I found out, you know, all the bits, all the pieces fit together, and uh, made it was it made me to believe uh, what's in the Bible and the the words in the Bible was uh, the word of God, and. Uh, decide to follow mm. uh, you know based on the afterlife mm. you know what we live here is 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 not everything yeah. but you know there's afterlife mm -hmm. well i think uh, i think yeah. many people you know go through the I see, I see. Uh, experience that i went through mm -hmm. yeah Right, mm -hmm. it's like an existential uh, right. questioning of yourself, your own existence, and why you're here. And I think it's it's mm -hmm. important to have those um, experiences. I think to where you start mm -hmm. asking, because uh, we ju we're just born, yeah. We live our life, you know, we growing up, and people telling us what's right, what's mm -hmm. wrong, this and that, mm -hmm. this is it, this is that, this is you. And we believe that, but we perhaps sometimes don't even like ask these questions for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like, what am I really doing here? Like, what's this all about? Isn't this kind of mm -hmm. crazy that this all exists? Like, what is the purpose mm -hmm. of this? And somehow mm -hmm. there you can also explore your own purpose. Mm -hmm. um, I study a lot about spirituality and um, I think it's extremely interesting. Uh, some people like, because I, mm -hmm. I talk to some people here as well on this podcast mm -hmm. uh, talking about spiritual spiritual topics and um they have sometimes mm -hmm. had mm -hmm. have had an experience mm -hmm. existentially like empirically um mm -hmm. where they feel that they are experiencing god and mm -hmm. they are connecting with god they become one with god and they explain these mm -hmm. um, experiences as life-changing and uh, they mm -hmm. say it changes their entire life their entire outlook on life and on themselves Mm -hmm. in a, a totally new perspective of themselves as well and um mm -hmm. many of them they call it like a spiritual awakening uh have you had or or perhaps if we could if it's all right with you if we could dive more deeper into your uh personal existential mm -hmm. experience uh however you want to define it um how did you experience it and how did it specifically um, change your life we like I said, uh, you know, I, I was fond of the Bible verses and uh, uh, I went to the church uh, religiously, but uh, I wasn't really 100% sure about 
afterlife. And then uh, I, I questioned myself and right. I went into the uh, Bible study. And, uh, you know, we start from uh, the life of Jesus. You know, was he God? And did he actually come as human? You know, God human. And why did why did he, did he come? And what was mm -hmm. his purpose of coming? And what's the uh, outcome of his coming? And I came to believe. Uh, I came to believe it, the the words. Uh, of God and the Bible, and and uh, you know if if you if you believe and if you uh, transform, there has to be some actions that's changing your life. Otherwise, you know it's hard to say it's a true transformation. And uh, when I learned right. that. Uh, that Jesus uh, is God and uh, believe in in the purpose of his coming to uh, save us um, I had to do my part which was I had to repent repent meaning uh, there are many things that I've done wrong in the past up until that point and i decided to you know make a u-turn mm. so i i i did that yeah i made i met people and i personally uh, apologized to the, those people who i have uh, hurt and i changed the way of doing business uh, I often had to compromise. I often had to uh, go for the profit. Uh, but that, at that point and on, uh, I changed everything and I went for the principle. I went for the purpose, not not the profit. The, that was... Uh, um, all right. It was like 2000, 2001, so it was about 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. mm. So is there any like specific mm -hmm. um, uh, verse from the Bible or anything that is specific to your purpose? Um, yeah, right. Right. Perhaps something that you use in, uh, a in, in the Bible and the Jesus uh, teach the you know the great greatest teaching and the summary of his teaching is love your God and love your neighbor. And often uh, people mm -hmm. are good at loving your God. Once you become a Christian, once you become born again, uh, you become a good uh you know good lover of your own god you know you go to church you worship and you give offerings uh but often uh, you don't love your neighbor uh bible teaches the jesus teaches to go uh look after the orphans and widows and i i feel that's uh, one of the purposes mm. of my life and uh, you know even today as it was 2000 years ago you know there are orphans there are widows uh, who are having a very hard time and I, I try to give them jobs um, and try to you know help them with their education you know things like that as much as I can, and uh, uh, yeah. hoping that I can do more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice.
Nice. Yeah, that's a very mm -hmm. um that is mm -hmm. the really the highest teaching. Yeah. Like you said there. Mm -hmm. Um it's about giving, really. It's about giving. Mm -hmm. And by yep. doing that you ultimately help yourself in the end. Wow. Um Harry, I want to thank you a lot yeah, for same uh, here. Yeah. joining this podcast. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Um, yeah, and I hope you've mm -hmm. learned some stuff. I've learned a lot, and I hope that the listeners here have enjoyed uh, yeah, it. I, I, Any last it was words? Very, it was a learning experience like for me, too. And uh, I, I never th you know, thought that we will discuss about my religious belief um, in the end, but... Uh, you cannot you know actually separate one from the other like you know you cannot separate your everyday life you know business life in the earthly life with your spiritual life so you know i i think it is it's one right mm -hmm. yep exactly mm -hmm. right it is one right all right everyone uh, thank you a lot for listening if you enjoyed this podcast make sure you subscribe on whichever platform you're using um and all as always okay take care. okay thank Remember you talk to you again bye-bye okay harry thanks bye. a lot thank you <laughs>